Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. Today, we are doing another one of our relevant rambles. Um, Again, for anyone that hasn't listened to our relevant rambles yet, these are just kind of shorter episodes where we talk about talk about um, current events in higher education, or we kind of, if you've noticed, we do a lot of topics based off of our series. So we know they're not for everybody, but hopefully whoever listens does get something informative from our little, our little rambles. And we try to keep them short because we know we ramble as I'm doing now. So for this one, we are talking about, and still on our international series, talking about pros and cons of studying abroad. So I'm going to let Kemi kick us off. Yes. So I'll be doing the cons. Dun, dun, dun. So (laughs) (laughs) the first con, and these cons are in no kind of order, but the first con could be if you decide to study abroad, maybe it will not transfer over as a credit. So some study abroad programs, you have to talk to your institution and then see how they map theirs out. Because if you're studying abroad for maybe a whole semester, then most likely you'll have the credits that will transfer over to your to meet your degree that you, the your degree list or your degree checklist, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes your school may also offer something that's a study abroad kind of experience where it's a smaller amount of time, maybe during your winter term or a summer term. It's more of an experience, but not necessarily a class. So make sure you check into that because it could not transfer over to a credit depending on what it is. Kiki mm-hmm. was the pro. So the pro is that you can earn credits for your degree or your minor. So I know when I studied abroad in Costa Rica, I was a Spanish minor and I know I had, a, I had like one more class to fulfill my minor. And I just went to the department, the Spanish department. And I asked, uh, I was like, I'm going to Costa Rica to study abroad. Can this fulfill my minor requirements? And they said yes. Um, so I didn't have to take an extra class like that three week trip fulfilled my minor requirements. Um, so I would say for, like Kemi mentioned too, you know, if you do study abroad, if you're going for, I think she mentioned it as a con, but if you are studying abroad, I'm thinking like art majors, history majors, language majors. If you're going to a country and you're going to like a French, for example, immersion program, you will absolutely probably get credits for your degree. I, just, I visited a, a four-year school in our area yesterday and they were saying, their art majors or art majors go to Rome and that fulfills like their degree requirements because they're learning about like art history, architecture, and that's a program designed for them. So there are absolutely instances where you traveling can fulfill um, general education or even sometimes major requirements for your degree. So like Kemi said, absolutely, you know, talk to your institution, talk to the departments that you are majoring in to see like, can this program you know, can I get credits for it? And a lot of times departments already kind of have structured programs for students that want to study abroad within their major. Yes. Con number two, language barriers. So this one's actually, I'm, gonna, I'm going to experience this because we're all moving. By the time that this airs, we'll probably be where we are. But mm-hmm. at the end of the series, I'll reveal where we move. <laughs> anyway, language barrier. So sometimes you're, you're, 
your what do you want to refer to your home language is not going to be the native language. Like, your native language yeah. <laughs> might not be <laughs> might not be the language of where you're traveling to so you need to learn how to adapt and try to pick that up so that mm-hmm. could be a con maybe you're not comfortable with it maybe you're a little shy with it but that is an, an obstacle i guess you could say mm-hmm. so the pro to that is you the you know you have the opportunity to learn a new language when we talk to abby in our study abroad episode, you know, she studied abroad in Kazakhstan and she said that she, you know, took the time to learn the language and it made it an easier experience for her when she was, you know, trans, you know, transportation wise and just getting to know people. So you're not only just like learning a new language to have that skill set, but you're immersing yourself in that culture. It's showing that you are, you know, you're wanting to be a part of what you're experiencing while you're in a different country. And it just shows people, you know, the people that live there respect. Um, and they understand, like they can usually tell when you're not from there, they can tell, but if you, if you try and you just ask questions, I definitely think they're open to helping you, you know, to learn their language and to learn their kind of customs and things like that. Con number three. So number three, missing your friends and family. So when you're you're studying abroad, you're kind of out of your bubble. So you're not in, within your normal sphere of people. You're kind of out of your regular, <laughs> I was going to say your regular scheduled program, but like your regular yeah, kind of. <laughs> so with that, you don't have like your friends around you or your family just to run down the street or like get in your car and talk to. So that could be a con for some people. And it could lead to, I guess, a little bit of homesickness. Mm-hmm. But you could say that, that you could be missing your friends and family. What is the pro, Kiki? The pro is that you're going to make new friends. We studied it, when you study abroad or you know, going to a new country, if you're going to be there, even if it's just two weeks, you want to be able to like, say that you got to know somebody. Like, I hope you don't you know, study abroad and haven't met anyone from that city or from that you know, experience at all. Because you know, I know maybe this is like dated, but people have pen pals. Like Now you can... you know use technology to talk to people, but, you know, having someone in another country, like you can go back and visit or just building those relationships that you feel more comfortable when you do travel. Um, and to Kemi's point, like with homesickness, like it's 2022, like we have FaceTime, we have Zoom, we have Skype, you can text. So there are absolutely ways you can stay in touch with your family, but we really encourage you to, you know, make new friends um, and form new, you know, bonds while you are abroad establish a new you can establish a new community so even mm-hmm. even like now when me and warren are going we already have like a connect down there and then we also are part of this like face group group mm-hmm. of like expats that are in our specific area right. so it provides us ways to meet with new people and connect with different different people but with the same experience exactly so there you go and con number four it can be muy expensivo so traveling abroad can definitely be expensive. I'll let <laughs> so because you have to think about your airplane tickets, the exchange of your currency, food. You got to have that food. Uh, what are you going to bring along with you? You're checking in a bunch of bags. Uh, even the expense of do you need to get a visa ahead of time? Do, those are some expenses, but expenses that have to go into that. If you don't have a passport, you got to get that. So there are many things you need to keep in mind, or even if you're traveling to a different country that has a different, uh, what's the word for it, socket or for your electronics. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something you may have to buy an adapter for or just even be aware of that before you plug your own stuff in because you, you don't want to short, your, short circuit your devices. So 
though there are some things that could be expensive or you might have to buy certain items to bring from home, to bring down with you that they might not have where you're traveling. Pro to that is that studying abroad can actually be affordable. I believe when we talked with Kylan, he mentioned that he had a scholarship from, he had a scholarship that helped pay for his study abroad experience, but I believe he said he also used financial aid to, you know, help cover um, his expenses when he went to Japan. So, you know, you can start with financial aid because um, you're basically using that for your tuition. It's, it's as if you're using that for your tuition for your semester at your home institution anyway. You're just using it in another, you know, for a study abroad program. You can do that. As we always mention, there are scholarships, there are grants for students that want to study abroad. So you're not totally, you know, out of luck when it comes to paying for it. It can be affordable. I just thought about too, one of the biggest US, U.S. student exchange programs is the Fulbright Scholarship. So if you yes. have like a research project or something, um, yeah, if you've done research, basically, you can, you, you can apply for the Fulbright. It's a really great scholarship opportunity or really great study abroad opportunity that provides a scholarship as well. It's really, really popular for a lot of four-year institutions. So you have the opportunity. So don't think that you can't afford your trip. Don't let that be a reason that you don't study abroad. Because yeah. of money. And Fulbright is for U.S. students and international students, too. Because I actually have two international students that were on it. So it's very, very um, accessible. Very cool. Yeah, and, and even to That's add cool. on to that, too. So let's say, yes, studying abroad can be expensive. But also look at the different countries that you want to visit. Some might be a little bit more affordable than others. So just check the different, I hate to say like price tags, but what you can find to be more affordable. And mm -hmm. then try to work that way and see what you can do. Mm -hmm. Very true. And I guess just a, a last point to wrap it up that studying abroad can be a great experience just to broaden your worldview. So if you're a student from another country coming to the U.S. or vice versa, you're a student from the U.S. going to another country, maybe where you've lived is all you know. Getting, you know, being able to expand your bubble, um, making yourself a global citizen is really valuable because, um, like we mentioned, you can make those connections. You have a different worldview, you have a different perspective. A lot of what we see in the media about certain places is totally inaccurate. Um so yeah. until you yeah get it's very on the ground. Yeah. yeah so exactly. on the ground. Yeah. So until you experience it or you've met somebody from that place, then you only see you only know what they show on TV or in movies and things like that. And again, that's just not it's it's biased. So um it just makes you a global citizen, which is just huge in today's world. Um, you know, when you're applying to jobs, things like that, it can just broaden your whole persona, basically. And I guess to yeah, even just to build off of that too, it's just like I, I don't want to say like the word. I'm not when we mean the word bias, we mean when you're given this information, it's it's shot to you through one person's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So who's ever kind of formulating this information that they're giving you. So you're only seeing a little bit of maybe a grander piece of some information. Mm -hmm. So versus like if we're, I'm just watching one area, one country, and I'm like, oh, man, all I see is this, this, and this. But I'm not seeing like what's looking to my left of, oh, man, I didn't even know they did this. Or I didn't even know that this was part of what it was. So you're not getting the whole picture. So it is mm -hmm. great to have boots on the ground and be there for yourself and have that experience through your own eyes, too. So right, that's kind of that's that's like more what we mean too. Mm -hmm. What were you gonna say, Kiki, before I, I cut you off? No, no, you're fine. I was gonna say too. Um, we just thought about coming. I thought about too, like just doing your research on where you're going or where you're wanting to go. Um, yes. so Kemi and I, y'all know, we're two black females. 
you know, there are some places you mentioned. Where was it, Kemi? Well, I don't want to state the name, but say, like, okay, that's but I will, but I will say, like, you do have to do your research because there are some places that still do experience colorism in different countries. So you mm-hmm. do have to do some research and just be mindful. And even with that, yes, some people have been to these places and have had some not so great experiences because of the color of the skin. But there also have been some people that have been there and they're like, man, I actually had an amazing time. So and, you yeah. never, so you, you do kind of have to take that gamble. But you know, always do your research and go where you feel like you you could be a little more comfortable or feel as though maybe your experience won't be jaded. You know what I mean? Exactly. Very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. I think those are all tips. Do you have anything to wrap it up, Kemi? If you can do it, travel. <laughs> That's really it. I think, I think the most beautiful part of travel that I love is just talking to new people. Food. Actually, food is number one. Food, food is always number one. Trying different food. Oh, man. And just talking to people about different food because food is such a connector of all communities that everybody mm-hmm. at the end of the day tries to come if they can afford it to a meal at the end of the day. Right. So and just understanding the what came in, what uh, food came into this, like this and how it was created. And um, even that tells a story of itself of of a, a culture. But anyway, right. so trying different food, going to different places that you've never seen before. It broadens your horizon. Some people mm-hmm. have like we have people in the U.S. I've never seen the ocean. So even just them going across the country, they're like, wow, I've right. never been to an ocean before. <laughs> this is a true. new experience. And I think the most beautiful thing about uh, speaking to people with, from different backgrounds or traveling internationally is you see so many differences that are there, but you realize so many similarities that you have with each other. And it makes mm-hmm. you realize the human experience, that we are all the same, essentially. Right. We are all breathing. Mm-hmm. We may have different experiences, but we're all in this life living, and we need to show grace to each other and be reflective of ourselves. Humility. Have humility and reflect on ourselves as well. So, that, yeah, that's all I have to add. No, I mean, that, that, that's it. Hopefully this was helpful for anyone considering um, studying abroad. Even so, this could be for current students it could be anybody that just wants to go abroad again we've talked about i think before programs that you can use no matter what stage of life you're in that you know if you're looking to just go somewhere for a certain experience that you have that so hopefully this is helpful we'll just say thank you everyone for the support we hope you continue to listen in if you have feedback for us please make sure to share that feedback Share this podcast, leave reviews. It really just helps us to have a bigger reach. And if you if you're feeling it, if you want to support us um, monetarily, we would love, we would definitely appreciate it. Um, and we'll put that in the show notes. So thanks everybody for checking in to another episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.